Hello and welcome back to Daily Business News with the latest business stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top business stories for Saturday, September 16th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. KemperCorp has appointed Bradley Camden as the interim chief financial officer replacing James McKinney. Camden, who is currently the senior vice president and treasurer of Kemper, will report to Joseph Locker Jr., the president, CEO, and chairman of the company. He joined Kemper in 2020 and has led strategic initiatives, such as the formation of Kemper Bermuda Limited and the Kemper Reciprocal Exchange. With his appointment, Kemper aims to ensure a smooth transition and continue its capital market management and risk management initiatives. In other news, Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao has issued a warning about a potential crash in the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and cryptocurrency market. This comes after the CEO of Coinbase revealed an important Bitcoin update. Zhao highlighted the challenges of bringing the next 100 million users into the market citing the withdrawal of traditional institutions that provide fiat ramp channels. As fears of a market crash swirl, investors and traders can sign up for the free CryptoCodex newsletter for daily updates and insights. Meanwhile, Graphcore CEO Nigel Toon is looking to offer an alternative to NVIDIA's dominant position in the AI chip market. Toon believes that Graphcore's intelligent processing unit can be a real alternative to NVIDIA's graphics processing units. The IPU boosts the power of handling data fed into AI models. Toon plans to drive forward with a big sales push of its IPUs in 2024, aiming to challenge NVIDIA's $1 trillion chip behemoth. Next, GM CEO David Obadala expressed disappointment over the strike by all three big automakers in Detroit. He emphasized the strength of the agreement on the table at General Motors and noted the impact the strike will have on important products like Chevrolet and GMC vehicles. Obidala assured that the team is staying agile and prioritizing safety during this challenging time. In other news, Arm Holdings, owned by SoftBank Group, raised nearly 25% in its initial public offering, resulting in a $65 billion valuation. The success of ARM's IPO is seen as a positive sign for the health of the IPO market. Goldman Sachs was one of the banks leading the offering. The IPO market is expected to see more big deals in the coming weeks, with companies like Instacart, Clavio, and Birkenstock preparing to go public. Meanwhile, the Public Company Accounting Oversight Board has proposed expanding the scope of public company audits by establishing new obligations and responsibilities for auditors. The proposal aims to ensure more expertise, accuracy, and autonomy in audits. However, the number of experienced experts is declining, raising concerns about the quality and reliability of audits. Non-compliance with the increased requirements could lead to higher fines and penalties for companies. In other news, the Writers Guild of America is on strike against Hollywood's entertainment industry, with showrunners and producers feeling the pressure to return to the negotiating table. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers has reached out for a meeting to move negotiations forward, 
The lack of progress in negotiations has raised concerns among top showrunners, including John Wells and Ryan Murphy. The strike has led to the suspension of deals and the absence of writers on talk shows. Next, Northwestern University and the University of Chicago are collaborating to establish the National Institute for Theory and Mathematics in Biology. The institute, located in downtown Chicago, will apply mathematical theories and computational tools to understand the complexity of biology. It aims to foster collaboration between mathematicians and biologists from various institutions and provide training for students and early career researchers. The NITMB will also focus on educational outreach and engagement with minority-serving institutions. Lastly, Libya's state oil company has reported that crude oil production remains unaffected by deadly floods that hit the country. Oil export ports in the east are operating normally, and Italy's ENI Spay confirmed that its operations in Libya were not impacted. The floods have caused significant damage and loss of life, with relief workers and international organizations still searching for survivors. Despite the challenges, Libya's crude output has remained stable above 1 million barrels a day for most of this year. Our top business stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, Daily Lifestyle News, and Daily World News. Thanks for listening. Podcast.